0: Hudson's greatest star wars podcast Mind. Yeah. Roger, roger,
1: you're listening to star wars sessions with matt hudson and luke fly this is where the fun begins good morning afternoon or evening wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to star wars sessions come for the star wars stay for the sessions My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabber the Hud, and joining me in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy. And if you lose a limb in a lightsaber duel, don't worry. You can just go and get some Bly enhancements. Oh! Oh, mate, as if we've not used that one before. That is
0: a filthy one. I like it, mate. Episode 93 is here, and we're still on the Bly puns. Seven more, matey boy. Seven
1: more. The sweats are starting. So will, be, will the last one be on 100 or on 99? I think so. I think, I think the last one should be 100 and then kick off the new era of the three-digit episodes wow. uh, with a bang, yep. Oh, mate, what, what an
0: absolute privilege to have all those spicy blight puns. And speaking of just spice in general, how on earth has your week been, Matty boy?
1: It's been all right, mate. It's been all right. And I know we always talk about the weather because we're British, but oh my, is it so cold at the minute. I've had the fire on in the house and everything just to warm up. It's been so cold. Hey, it's, it's, been, it's been proper
0: nippers, is not it? It's
1: been it, it, unreal. Doing the school run in the morning, I was like, well, uh, now I'm set for the rest of the day because I'm wide awake as soon as I step outside the door. It's absolutely freezing. That aside, mate, um, chilled out weekend for the most part. Just sat down, watched some films, watched some footy. Uh, soccer, sorry, for those internationally. Other than that though, mate or America. I had a KFC as well, so that was nice, but what about
0: yourself? You've seen that meme where um it's only uh like America calls it soccer, and then literally in every other language it's football, football, football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> football. yeah. <laughs> football. Yeah. Football, Classic. football. Yep. Classic. yeah, naughty KFC. Did you have one of them gravy meals, did you? Yeah, you're goddamn right I oh, did. Yes, I did.
1: Mate, mate. was it good? It, you're literally pouring gravy onto a burger, mate. It couldn't be anything other than just dirty. It's, it was really it's, nice. It's
0: basically their normal menu, just with gravy. With gravy, it? it's just
1: totally which you pour
0: on, which you get anyway. It, I, <laughs> yeah. But I love that. Yeah, I just love the marketing, mate. You got, gravy you got, nice. mate. You've got to, you've got to respect it. You've got to respect it. But listen, husband, Matt, Matty boy, it's another week in the Star Wars universe, and that means at the moment. In 2020, thank goodness, we have The Mandalorian. Another week, another Mandalorian episode. Um, And mate, it was it was a spicy one. We had a lot to talk about. A lot happened. But if you've not listened yet, we do have another show on at the moment that comes out every Friday afternoon British time, a few hours after The Mandalorian drops. And it's called The Mandalorian Recap. So if you've not listened to that before, give it a cheeky little listen.
1: Yep, it's spoiler heavy as well, just as a heads up. It's available on the Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. You don't even have to go anywhere new to find it. And uh, we are very appreciative of the feedback we've got from those listening uh, because we absolutely love doing it. We watched Mando. we give ourselves a couple of hours to to sit on it, to dwell on it, literally only about two hours. And then we're all up on the mic just spewing whatever we thought about the um, about the show in the most wonderful way. It's great fun to do. I'm only slightly sad we've only got two more left, but after last week's episode, I think these last two are going to be pretty fun recaps. But yes, mate, podcast feed—you'll find them on there, and you can also find out what Luke wears in the morning as well. But um, in the background, though, other than the Razor Crest, oh, not anymore—I can hear the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi. That can only mean one thing. Oh, it's the Galactic News Round. <laughs>
0: Covers for the upcoming High Republic novels Light of the Jedi and The Rising Storm
1: have been released. Ryan Johnson has said he scrapped plans for an Anakin Skywalker appearance in The Last Jedi, instead, opting for Yoda. Hi, this is Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We're talking about the Mandalorian ending in uh, a few weeks' time, Season 2 at least anyway, and we're probably hoping for an explosive end to that. But this week, we wanted to talk about the endings of the theatrically released films, all 12 of them, including uh, Rogue One, Solo, and the Clone Wars movie. And we got the idea from one of our listeners, the Queen of Canada, Laura, she's a legend, who basically straight up said, you know, Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars ending of them all, you know, for reasons uh, given in a message. Uh, so, Lucky Boy kind of thought, you know what? That's fire. That's filth. That's yeah, a really good idea is. for a... for for a main episode so basically we are gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna dive into every single ending because as as you all know you've seen them all you know what happens we're just going to give our thoughts on what we think are the best endings like why that is you know what does it actually add to the story and maybe at the end we'll even pick our favorite ending as well but um lukey boy you picked this one up didn't you because you uh you thought this was pretty fire Yeah, mate, it's a great
0: little, uh, it's a great little thinker, especially now we have all of the nine Skywalker saga films for the time being. Anyway, I'm looking at you, Disney and Lucasfilm. Um, We have that for the time being, um, and we have our anthology films, and like you said, the Clone Wars film. Uh, I'll be honest with you, mate, Clone Wars film, I'm not even counting. I can't even tell you the ending of that.
1: Uh, They all stand in a line as the camera pans out, and then... It leads into the Clone Wars season one, I think. I th- see. I thought Clone Wars season that was part of
0: Clone Wars it, season one. I think it, it's all over the place. Isn't it like the fourth episode or something? Or
1: something like or that, because it's the Battle of Christophsis, which takes place a bit further down the line, and those oh, early episodes are right. a bit jumbled up. But Listen. we threw it in there for everyone, just to, just to for uh, to cover the entire well, that entire gamut.
0: Well, there we go. We've covered it. It's not in my list so there we go Not
1: <laughs> and that's no, that's no disrespect
0: to what clone wars became right because it became one of the it became brilliant it became so integral to star wars lore and mythology um but really uh, i'm looking for a few things Matty boy um and it's a funny one because in our comments which we'll get to later on in the show we got loads of comments on Mm. this across uh social media as as we usually do you know which is awesome keep keep at it guys um but people like count the endings from different like cutoff points or starting points i should say really um and you can for some people it's pretty much like the third chapter of a film Do you know what I mean? It's like, for me, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. But for some of these films, I'm going to probably include slightly longer endings and maybe here and there a few shorter endings. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, mate, I'm going to take it back to to the start, really, because one of my most memorable endings to a Star Wars film has a lot to do with how, um, you, you know how I came into the Star Wars fandom at my age. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard not to ignore the Phantom Menace because the Phantom Menace has a lot of things wrong with it. Right. But I love, I love that film and I find it so nostalgic for the early part of my life. Right. Right. So even at the moment, my brother and I we're clearing out my mum's house, and we found my old VHS sets of *Phantom Menace* and *Attack of nice. the Clones*. And I'm going to post it on socials at some point, or t- certainly to the patron, one of the one of the two. And um, I've also like found an old poster that was like buried amongst loads of other stuff, uh, a Lego set that i I have no idea how James and I got. It's like a Lego set of Slave One.
1: Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But
0: I do. I can't even remember. Like neither of us can remember building it. So we're going to investigate a little further because that seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Like we've got a Lego box of the Slave One. I don't know if we got it at like a boot sale or something. Maybe, but I can't for the life of me remember. What- but you got it though. But we got it. But we got it. But for me, mate, Phantom Menace, the End Parade, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Qui-Gon's funeral. Yeah, awesome. But that... It's just... may it, That song and the celebration and everyone cheering just reminds me of those that 1999, but really the early noughties, watching that on VHS on repeat. And... It just that that song just like is the nice little bow on the on the spicy filthy gift that was the Phantom Menace for me. Um, so that's what I feel like is going to be high on my list, mate. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is like the best ending in the Skywalker saga or the or the films in general. Um, in fact, maybe far from.
1: The Phantom Menace has got got an incredible end sequence, isn't it? From from Jewel of the Fates onwards, it's just bitch back. There, there are some iffy moments, of course, yeah. with Ani flying that flying the Naboo Star Cruiser and blowing up the donut, uh, the the siege on the Temple to get the Nalmodians out. But the Jewel of the Fates, obviously Qui Gon's uh, noble end, his funeral, and then was it Orgu's Munip- municipal yes. band, I think, Yes, yes. It? On. And you've got Palpatine smirking away in the corner. It is just like a odd parallel, isn't it, to a new hope? It's just like a the similar version to a new hope. They're all standing there in line. The medal this time is that big ball thing. <laughs> um and it's like a celebration as well. So I can see why you'd have that in there, mate. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck in again. This isn't necessarily number one for me, but I have to mention it. After all the hype of years of waiting. Theorizing, speculation, I know has, I, we, I know, you, know, you know it. I know you are sitting is, in the chair, and he's just gone on a two-hour, fifteen-minute adventure with the Force Awakens, oh. and we're all waiting. You know, we, let's face it; we all want to know. We all want to know where Luke oh. is. Yeah, we've, we, we've seen Han; he's blown it away. Leia's turned up; awesome. He's blown Luke's it away. That's <laughs> it. And then he got thrown away as well. Um, and then we're like, well, Luke's disappeared. Where's Luke? And then you get obviously the Jedi steps. so they're on Ucto. Ray has got the lightsaber. The music is swelling. You've got the beautiful scenery. She's walking somewhere. And it I just remember it's like, what are we going to find? Because there was all these uh, theories that Luke is blind, that Luke's got a, Luke's basically a robot, that he's turned to the dark side, or uh, this or how he looks and that. And it's like, what's gonna be up what's gonna be up there? And of course, we see Master Skywalker with his back turn and a very slow turn and the hood comes down. It's like, yep. And then, obviously, the longest standoff in history. But it's the ending of that was just like the possibilities it gave after the build up of years of watching the film and having such a great time watching the film. And then the possibility of that ending, regardless of what came afterwards, the possibility of thinking, right, Master Skywalker's back. We've got two years to wait now. What are his first words? Will he take the lightsaber? Will he train Ray? Will he, you know, tell her to go away? Will he sling over his shoulder? What's going to happen? So the Force Awakens had such a powerful ending because it was the start of something new. And it was also obviously the start of just like rampant speculation. But I think they really did handle that well. It did kind of hamper The Last Jedi in terms of where, he, where Ryan could start his film off because he kind of had to yeah. answer that question. But yeah. as a standalone film in terms of just an ending, I think The Force Awakens ending was great, mate. And that's one of the
0: reasons why the Last Jedi starts literally straight off from the Force Awakens, right? And that's the first Star Wars film to do that. Is because Ryan was like, you know, people are going to want to see what happens literally a moment after Ray light um, Ray hands the lightsaber to Luke. And like you said, that that is quite a conundrum. But when you take it just on its own individually. Mate, like you said, 2015, December, watching that was just, like, mad. I I remember, and I always end up, I, I've, I've spoken a lot. I, I've been seeing my brother a lot just because we've been doing, like, stuff with m- my mum's house and that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, just I, I remember looking to the left of my brother, standing up going, when's the next one out? and you know that's praise that is praise indeed from him and i was like i was just shook man i was like it's like it's like two years away man And he was like oh wow it's like yeah i know because it just felt like such a journey you know that that opening night force awakens was just like no other mate it really was it was just because you could feel like there was just a, a a delivery a delivery um, and, yeah, that ending did kind of just – it gives it gives you goosebumps, man. The music, the music as well. That's it, man. The music. We said that, like, same time. The music. And I feel like that's the correlation here with the with the big hitters is the music just sticks in your – it just sticks in your heart, right? It just sticks there. You're like, mate, that's just – it just knocks it out of the park.
1: It just makes it, doesn't it? I, I remember saying on our – um, sequels of standalone. I think it's episode three, 90 episodes ago now, about that moment, and the guy next to me was furious. I think he had Haribo. Um and oh, the first is the first time I watched it up in the Odeon in Chelmsford, shout out. Uh when Luke turned around, he put his head down, uh, Ray uh hoisted out the sabre for him, and then obviously eventually it cuts to cuts to the credits. He just went through <laughs> threw his sweets down and huffed off. He really wasn't what? happy now he didn't see that master Skywalker didn't do anything. I think it's like, like, he was like two more years. Two <laughs> more exactly. Years. And then of course we had Rogue One in between and we weren't sure what we we're going to have of that. But, in, but that guy really wasn't happy. So it's funny to say that obviously a brother, again, shout out to him was, you know, really anticipating now two years is going to be so much fun to wait and speculate. Whereas was the guy next to me who was like really, really not happy that Luke didn't say anything after all, all the speculation. And obviously, he obviously knew that there was going to be two films coming to find out more, but it's funny how you kind of have those different reactions where I was sitting there for myself. Like, I oh, obviously it's like, it's a tease, isn't it? You want to know what's happening, but you know, you know, you're going to get it. So let's just, let's just speculate responsibly, but yeah, dude next to me, man, his Haribo took a pounding in that moment.
0: yeah i can imagine mate just chucked him at the uh, front row just chucked him at the kids in front of him Fantastic. (laughs) kid was loving it he didn't even know uh there was a haribo in his head till uh 2016 anyway but um no i i i would agree with that mate i think force awakens is just so memorable i mean we're talking about some highs here um i'm gonna just like skirt over some endings which I think would like okay and this isn't me just like adding the, the the episodes or the films or saying you know because I love all of these films I love the universe I'm invested in the universe but some that I've walked away from even if I love them in the cinema right mm-hmm. but now I just don't particularly think of their endings as oh they, they smashed out of the part with that ending Um Solo I don't particularly think of Solo and go, yeah, what an ending. He kind of just like, he returns to Lando, wins the game, and it's it's a cool scene, gets in the Falcon, and you just see Chewie and Han together. Hey, and it's, for me anyway, you might come be like, yeah, that's actually what I was going to mention next, Luke. <laughs> but that's my number one. But listen, for me, I was like, yeah, it's good. It just feels a bit vanilla. But I suppose that's kind of what it's... Meant to be. It's not really meant to be anything more. But I think this is possibly more of a solo problem as opposed to a Star Wars issue. Do, do, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: um, I think that's I fair.
1: Think, I think with Solo, the the fun, the, the intrigue from the end from Solo comes with obviously seeing more and him saying mm-hmm. to Kira, come to me on Duffer me on. Right. And he's like, okay, now that, that, I want to see that. But then, that... obviously winning the Falcon is like, it's kind of, it's just kind of like, he needs to win the Falcon, put a scene in and then get them off to Tatooine. I mean, it's good fun. It's but funny you should say, it's say that. It, it's funny you should say that because it's, it felt to me like
0: when, and I was thinking of this today, right? I was, I was thinking, man, it felt like Solo looked at the Rogue One production and saw the Vader thing at the end and thought man we need something like that we need like a heavy hitting moment from a well-known character maybe a villain right And, and there needs to be this cameo and it just felt like they were like right who can we put in i know more do you know what I mean? It just felt, and I, I in the cinema, I freaked out about that because that was just—I had no idea that was going to happen in this in the, in the pictures. I had no idea, um, but again, that felt it to me. That almost doesn't constitute as the ending. Like I, I just don't think of old oh, Solo's ending as that, and the fact that especially now it doesn't. Re- I, I feel right now it doesn't really go anywhere. It's like yeah, I don't. I'm, it's like okay, yeah okay that's great do you know what i mean i don't look back at it with with like oh the what an ending eh it's just a
1: solid it's, it's just a solid ending to a de- a very good solid film it it wraps it up we know by a new hope that han and chewie are on tatooine so solo a star wars story ends with han and chewie going to you know meet up with jabber to start their smuggling adventure with him so it kind of like ties it up nicely even though they're what 10 10 8 10 years um apart but so it's a nice ending but yeah exactly it's, you kind of have to wonder what could they have done with other than kira and more what could they have done with solo to really kind of give you that smash and grab ending yeah because we know that they kind of wanted to do another they wanted to do another solo film um all being will. and this one but they've kind of got lucky i think whereas with so with this ending it just kind of you can just tie it into a new hope and be like they're like they're they're, they're off they went to tatooine and then a decade passed and a new hope happened so you you know i mean it kind of actually rounded off quite nicely yeah but unspectacularly yes yeah i think yeah
0: it. yeah all right then well let me throw it back at you mate what if if you were to choose one and you can't choose solo not that you would were going to choose. that. If you're going to choose out of all the Star Wars films, one that was like the least memorable or your least not not even memorable. Just like you think is the weakest ending. Which one uh, are you choosing?
1: It's a great great question because solo aside, I am um,
0: would it have um, been solo then?
1: Would it have been It would it would have been it oh, would have right. been solo because all of the other ones including the one which I think you were going to mention next ha- have something for oh, me. which one? And Hang on, which one do you think I was going? I to... think you're going to say Attack of the Clones, <laughs> <laughs> because we've <laughs> we've had a lot arguments about this. Because um I get obviously the ending of Attack of the Clones. It's a bit, you know, uh, it's, it's it's just a wedding, which is lovely. But for me, it's what that yeah. Yeah, I've said it before. That is that's it. It's the most important moment in 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 the Skywalker saga because at that moment, Anakin has betrayed the Jedi Order by getting married. He's devoted himself to Padme. And it's and the Clone Wars have obviously begun at the same time, so everything from there on, part pretty much because of that, that the Clone Wars and obviously as Anakin's wedding, everything is downhill now because of that moment. So it's the wider ramifications of that moment, which is for me it was one of the one of the strongest endings, like uh, narratively, thematically, but not necessarily like oh that's a, that's an ending I I get chills watching. So in terms of a weaker ending. Attack on the Clones probably is one of the weaker endings of the saga, but I think it's one of the most important in terms of what it brings to the story.
0: I think. Yeah, we've had conversations about this, haven't we? About fight, that being we? a pivotal moment. And I get it. I do get it. It just Yeah, do you know what? I can't even lie. I forgot about the wedding. I like got it mixed <laughs> up. I was like sitting there thinking of like when um kanduku meets obsidious on coruscant yes <laughs> i was like right okay that's the end and yeah then it cuts to old oh, lake como lago di como and they're Yumme. you know they're having a little mooch and yeah again it's one of those where you're like yeah okay i could see why that
1: have maybe it happened a bit too quick Wow. I think it was purposely placed there because obviously obviously George needed to show them getting married, but the fact that it was literally like the final shot of the film, I think that's George's way of saying, This is it. This is this is it. Now from now on, it's nothing but pain.
0: Nothing but pain.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you know what they say? No pain, no gain. So Some people
1: say that about Attack of the Clones, it's just nothing but pain. <laughs> Listen to our Patreon commentary, and you'll have a great time. But I uh, think... clones would. Other than that, clones would probably be the you know, quote unquote, the weakest of the lot. But for me, it, there's something more to it.
0: Okay, that's nice to know. Better than solo, (laughs) yeah. Better than solo. We, um, no, all right. Well, listen, we've covered pretty much a lot of the prequels. We might just all mention Revenge of the Sith. By the way, listeners, we have not planned this. We're we have done this like a podcast. We have just said. (laughs) let's just turn up we've written a few notes of stuff but let's just bounce around and i, I you know i'm feeling that it's it's filthy yeah, man. good
1: Six, man. Six.
0: revenge of the sith i can't even lie i think this is just toward the top I can't even lie. And it's hard because once again, like what I wanted to emphasize earlier is that for different films, I kind of constitute what is the ending differently from each other. Like with Attack of the Clones, you know, the ending I don't necessarily in my head, this is just me personally. I don't really include the Geonosis battle arena. That just to me feels like a solid bit of the third act, right? Not not like the actual ending. Ending, ending. Yeah, yeah. With Revenge of the Sith, it's so hard to kind of decipher what is what is the ending and what's just part of the third act. For me, I'm, maybe I'm cheating. I don't care. Uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting all the way up to seeing a baby Luke Skywalker on Tatooine at the last residence just with the sunsets and everything. And then Vader being being born, you know, seeing the 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 beginning constructions of the Death Star, the you know who is basically Moff Tarkin. Um, I don't know. There's just so much in it. There is so much in Revenge of the Sith that I think if you were an OT fan at the time, it would maybe feel like they were just like check, check, checking boxes, just kind of like last minute. But again, from a kid's perspective, because I was just at like, the perfect age to watch these films, the, the the prequel films, it just feels so right. It feels so right and tragic too. Um and it makes you want to like go out the cinema, play with lightsabers. Um, but also as an adult, you do see the the tragedy of it, right? Your favorite word, mate boy. Um, I can't
1: even say that would. You do, you do
0: see that, don't you, though? You know, what What are you thinking about Sith, mate? Uh, pretty much
1: everything you'd have said, mate. From yeah. You've got the Battle of the Heroes, again, just a just oh. score in Battle of the Heroes is just great, mate. But the whole of Revenge of the Sith is a massive tragedy. Yes. Um, it is because obviously you've got Order 66 before that. Um, uh, it's just a, gr- a very good film. And, and again, it's got its detractors, but... Look, it, it gave a lot of Star Wars fans a lot of what they wanted, and it had to as well. There's no way Revenge of the Sith could be a happy film, but the ending of it, with that final shot on Tatooine, is is the hope scene that Star Wars does so well. We know that that little that little Bubba, one of the, the little Bubba on Alderaan's going to grow up to be um, a senator, going to be leading a rebellion, and later we find out the resistance, and the other Bubba on Tatooine. He's gonna blow up the Death Star and he's gonna be one of the greatest heroes in the galaxy. So we know that. So it's kind of like, okay, well, all those Jedi are dead. Yeah. But yeah. this little lad he's gonna he's gonna avenge him. He's he's their hope. It may take a couple of decades, but it's all gonna be okay in the end. But yeah, before that, obviously, with with them being born, the birth of Vader, um you know, Sidious and Vader's like first actually like seen together, uh the Padme's death, it's there's so much to take in in that, uh other than like, how she actually passed away but um it's so much in it that it's it's just powerful isn't it yeah and yeah ending on uh the at the last homestead looking at over the the twin suns with the music again at the time we're thinking this is the last ever star wars film so it's kind of like a great way to end star wars as a saga but also a great way to tie into a new hope later in the line so um, yeah, I think Sith it, is a contender to be at the top.
0: It's kind of like inevitable to to dedicate that amount of like chunk to Sith, you know, because it it just it ties up so much and it just it really just does what it's set out to do, you know. It just really delivers on that, I I feel. But you know, I am a prequel boy, maybe boy. You know, we are prequel boys. We are the prequel boys. Um but mm-hmm. do you know what, mate? I'm gonna say something a little controversial here. I think <clears throat> let me let me let me take a little sip. Let here me take a please. little sip. Hang on.
1: Here we are. Let me uh Oh Oh, what are you drinking? Uh, it's only a San Pellegrino today, my oh, friend. Oh, not bad though. What flav? Mm. What flavor? The, or- the uh, orange, sparkling orange beverage.
0: Oh nice. <laughs> nice. Mm. That's filth that. Don't mind them. My work used to get those in sometimes for meetings. Well, good. Um, uh, good stuff, eh? Right. Okay, guys, buckle up. Empire,
1: so
0: empire, not, empire, empire, empire strikes back. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke. You know, or no, I am your father. Yeah. Everything, everything past that, I think is it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right.
1: it's, a, it's okay. Okay, bit. That's just how I'd say it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's it.
0: <laughs> so you- Do you know what I mean? But hang on, Matty boy. Let right. We've just spent like five minutes talking about Revenge of the Sith, and for Empire Strikes Back, I think. Yep, yeah, the, the 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 most famous reveal in cinematic history. Yeah, yeah. I, that you know that's weighty. But after that, feels like the ending. Do you know what I mean? That To me, mm-hmm. that reveal doesn't feel like the ending. Everything after that does. And everything, it's like, yeah, okay, they basically just rendezvous. Basically, that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then look out over the galaxy, which is a lovely shot. Lovely. Now I hear you, mate. When you think, I think, it, it, again, it all depends on what people's conception of the ending is. But when you think of the ending of Empire Strikes Back, naturally you're going to think of the I am your father moment. But like you say, there is still a bit of... Um, time afterwards, after that moment for the film to continue so the ending is actually them looking over the galaxy, Luke and Leia with uh, Threeps and R2 uh, and then obviously, again, it's all, it's more about oh, what does this mean? Okay you know, the Luke's, and Leia, Luke's in turmoil, Han's gone but that isn't obviously what happens at the end, the ending is the same looking over the galaxy but... so if you're want, if you going to include the I Am Your Father moment cl- uh, classic, iconic, yeah. but like you say there is, there is screen time after that which would potentially constitute more of an ending rather than a setup up to the end.
0: I'd agree with you, mate. I'd agree with you, to be honest. Um, it's all it's all pretty filth, to be honest with you. Um, do you know what, mate? I feel like, uh, in my mind, there's just three endings that really stand out. I think everything up to this point is like, yeah, that's awesome, that's good, blah, 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 blah. Um... I'm going to let you say the next one though, because I'm sure we're probably on the same line. But think of it. Say, I tell you what, Matty boy, say a good one. Say a good ending.
1: A good, a good ending for me, my friend. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go out and, and say the one which actually kicked off this entire debate, mate. Which is Return of the Jedi. I'm going to say that is a good ending for me because we only had three films cut by eighty three. Uh, You've got to start with A New Hope, a middle uh, with Empire, obviously, and now the finale of Jedi. What a way to end it. You've got good triumphing over evil. They blow up the Death Star. The Ewoks take out the the Empire's finest battalion. There's a party on Endor. Lando does his odd clapping. Uh, There's a great great shot at the very end with everyone together smiling and all like a group hug. Then before that, you've got um, Vader getting toasted. The Force ghosts are there, so Luke's kind of had his full circle. Now he's he can see uh, Ben Yoda, and now his father is there as well. Depending on which um, edition you watch, it's either Sebastian Shaw or Hayden Christensen. So Luke has his kind of beginning, middle, of an end. Han does as well because you know he's he was a smuggler, he's come back, he gets the princess. Um, Lando's almost redeemed himself it's just a wonderful, again, victory celebration. We get the celebrations around the galaxy. It's a brilliant ending, and yeah. it really is. It's uh, a brilliant ending. Uh, and I always said about the Skywalker saga, I kind of wish that 789 had been just a little bit further out so they didn't necessarily include the original characters. Again, this isn't a, a bash on those films because I dig the sequel trilogy. But just, to, just for my own personal kind of like keeping the sanctity of that moment, have have like the sequel trilogy said like seventy five years in the future, so the power of that gun kind of, and the emotion of that ending stays rather than kind of gets tweaked a little bit going forward. But it is what it is. But as a standalone ending, Return of the Jedi is one of the best, mate.
0: Do you know what I? I I'd agree with you, mate. It's almost it almost feels flawless. And I said this about Return of the Jedi. I think last. Week, it's like return of the jedi feels so good that you end up forgiving a lot of the sins of the film you know you're like okay that's a bit silly that's a bit that this that 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 and you're like no do you know what it just feels good and it just fit fe- well, i come away from return of the jedi feeling filled with hope and yeah. optimism and i feel like that's such a lovely ending um because you, you relate to all of the characters. You could put yourself in Luke's shoes. You know, you could all like almost imagine yourself in those shoes, looking back at, like, family almost, or, or whatever, whoever, right? Yeah. And I think that's the. it really is a magical ending. I remember on the lead-up to The Force Awakens, having a load of uh, friends crammed into um, my, my room at my mum and dad's house, and we watch Return of the Jedi, right, to, to lead into Episode Seven. And one of my friends, who isn't a big Star Wars fan, but he's one of my best mates growing up, Rob, he was like, he was like, well, how are they? He he just couldn't get over. He couldn't get that there was another film because he went like, why? Is, how is there another film after that ending? and i I always use the um illustration of well you you can think of like World War one right I you see. know World War one that ended and stuff and then oh, it was uh, it was not long after there was a world war two and I think that was initially kind of like the idea they had with the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. however mate boy however like you're use you and I think this almost leads me on to the next ending that I want to talk about
1: oh.
0: yeah um oh yeah. oh, oh. Um, oh, oh, now all I can think of is office references, UK office <laughs> references, Ricky Gervais. Sorry, don't oh, oh, stunt, uh, but, but um, no, Jedi, yeah, I. it's it is pretty, it's almost perfect, isn't it? It yeah. is almost perfect, and I love the special edition stuff. So, give me that victory celebration, you yeah. know, give me that sauce. Give... I love a bit of Nub though. I'm a big fan of Nub I love a bit of Nub i get down to some Yub Nub, and I know Matty Boy does too, you know? Absolutely, mate. But uh, I, I just think, yeah, it, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because it, all, it does come down to that magic word, Matty Boy. It does come down to the execution of the sequel trilogy. You know, I'm having mm. a little drink. Mm. I'm being it's bored. I'm being boring. I've got water again, and I? I need, to, I need to get my act together. Um that's healthy, healthy. But, mate, it's hard because at the end, I'll be honest with you, and I've been thinking about this a lot, basically, since Laura's tweet. I've been thinking, did the rise of Skywalker give me that similar feeling? You know, did it Did it fill me? I'll be honest with you, I remember leaving the cinema, like, not really thinking that, not really thinking, like, what were you getting at with that ending, right? Because yeah. to me, it's like a story of Ray. <laughs> It's like a story of family, you know, that Ray inherited this like gorgeous family that, you know, led her into a better life and changed her life for the better and therefore the galaxy for the better. But I don't walk away from it thinking, man what a party right i don't i don't i don't and and it's weird because it the rise of skywalker tries to mirror jedi with that like with the montage of star destroyers like falling down especially the other star destroyer falling down into Jarku. You know? no.
1: <laughs> you've got the Except imperial one from the force awakens and just added another one in the
0: background yeah, then a first order one and it's like hang on it's kind of just hard to see. And I remember on the rise of Skywalker. And again, I'm not making this like a rise of Skywalker bashing session, you know, because I love, I love bits of trust, but um, it feels like they didn't know what to do with the ending. It really does feel that. And I remember watching the the documentary that goes along with episode nine and it's cracking, man. It's really, it's really an interesting watch actually. And JJ Abrams is getting super emotional, um, in uh, where did they film it? Jordan, right? Jordan, because they set up a mock Las Homestead, um, mm-hmm. in the desert there, because they were filming there already. So basically, just slightly different filters and the color. Bang, bish bash bosh, It's Tatooine, right? And um, yeah, she's at Tatooine, and it's like JJ. Like, I mean, he's he's almost saying like, how can you not get emotional over this? It's almost like he's he's almost crying. He's like, it's like, he's thinking this is perfect. This is the perfect ending. And I, I feel like I'd love to talk to JJ Abrams about that. I would on a, not in, not in a horrible way, but I'd love to be like, JJ, tell me, tell me why that as, as an audience member, why that should be the most emotional bit of the story. Cause it doesn't feel like it. And I'm a pretty emotional person. <laughs> do you know what i mean i I, yeah, I, can yeah. get, I can get where people are coming from even if i with it just like with this i get i get where jj is coming from and i i see the logic and a big chunk of me agrees of it but it just almost feels and i think after ben solo dying as well and it it just feels more like a tragedy doesn't it
1: i i watched the rise of skywalker uh, the other day, how I put it on Disney Plus to put it on the background uh, because I've always said it's even though it may not be the best, it's eminently rewatchable because there's some wonderful moments in it. Um, but I put it on the other day, and the I like the party back on AJ and Kloss when everyone comes back and you know Finn and Poe looking for everyone and then Ray and they have the cuddle because it's quite emotional because it is like I like those characters an awful lot and it's like kind of the end of their journey sure. as actors as characters within this, but. As for the homestead, JJ has a... The, uh, the problem with JJ is he's got too much of a reverence for the OT, I think. So everything was very OT-centric when it didn't necessarily need to be. And a lot of things in The Rise of Skywalker were were for the fans, but slightly misguided because they didn't really help the story. Like, There's no reason for... I know, yeah, I know. It's Look, let's bury the sabres in the sand. Fine. Leia never went there, but... um. It was more for the fans to see, like before. Be, before we close the curtain of the Skywalker saga, remember this from A New Hope. From, remember this for the very of the first things you ever saw. Here it is again. Say goodbye. But it didn't really work in the for me in the uh, conf- confines of this story because you know Ray hasn't got any connection to Tatooine. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, even even if they would just shown the Falcon touching down and Finn and Poe and that watching her go, kind of like, even if they're kind of hanging out sort of, you know, giving her like a nod as to say, you know, we'll be waiting here for you to, like you say, to emphasize that family aspect, that would have been a little bit nicer to kind of give them some of the action as well, because I don't know. I just felt a bit, I mean, it's nice and all Ray Skywalker, but uh, I would have just heard to say I'm Ray, but uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean, mate. There's a lot of reverence paid one. to that moment and it didn't quite work for me, but it worked for an awful lot of people though, which is what is good. But to, I mean, The Rise of Skywalker, I mean, we've we we've said it a lot that as as a concluding part of a nine-part tra- saga wasn't the strongest and there probably could have been things they could have done better and that also goes for the ending because I remember leaving that film being slightly confused as to why I didn't really like it as much as I thought I would and being a bit dis- disappointed by the end, mate. Yeah, it's, it's a fair
0: one and I think it's crazy because it feels like I'm still digesting it, you know, and we're coming up to it being a year of its release of episodes nine wow episode yeah. nine's release yeah it's crazy it's crazy and we're still talking about it you know and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing but yeah i think that's definitely a topic we should we should revisit you know, do some more research on, give it a few rewatches. You know, I rewatched episode nine actually about a week or so ago, just stuck it on and sat through it all. And uh, I, we both
1: I... still watch the film. We don't, we don't hate the film, we just
0: have issues, but we still both watch it. Yeah, precisely, man. Precisely. Um, but I tell you what, mate, <clears throat> Matty boy, as, as much as we love all the Star Wars, man, as much as we love all the Star Wars, and we do love a Star Wars.
1: Well, we love a good war in the I, stars. It,
0: it's kind of hard not to mention a war, right? And not mention one of your favs. And I kind of want you to take the lead on this one because I know how much you adore this, but we both adore it.
1: it <laughs> yeah, nah, we, we know each other. I know... Go on. What, what, <laughs> you know what, what do I want to you to say? Oh, mate, the Clone Wars movie. I know what you're getting <laughs> at. Oh, mate, um, <laughs> you know, we know what we are talking about. The fans know it's Rogue One, isn't it? It's yeah. for me... The best Star Wars there is out there from a, a lot of reasons, which is surprising for me to even have to say that out loud that it's the best of the lot because it doesn't feel like it should be, but for me it is. But the end of Rogue One, the f- to me, the end of any- everything on Scarif at the end there is just peak Star Wars. It is the best of Star Wars there, there is. But at the end, you've got Krennic being killed by his own weapon, which then leads into Jin and Cassian being killed in the blast which then leads immediately to the Tantive Four uh, massacre, which then leads to Leia and Hope scene. I mean, bish, bash, bish, bash, bosh, and Zing Zang's Billy. I mean, what an ending. But everybody remembers it for that scene, don't they? Ah, oh, That I, scene, mate. You can't not talk... I,
0: mate, because again, I went into the cinema thinking, we're going to get bits of Vader like sprinkled, you know, throughout the film, but to have just the the final, the final bit, it just, it just smashes you in the face. (laughs) Vader, it's just the, the atmosphere it creates. And there was a moment, again, I remember 2016, December, 2016, thinking, looking at the screen and thinking, oh my days, hang on. we No, hang on. (laughs) because <laughs> literally as the music starts playing i thought that's it the credits are gonna roll and I, I was like getting my stuff ready i was like checking my drink i like picked up my drink to like shake it about to see how much like pep was left in it some cheeky pepsi and uh you know you look up and they're like, oh no ships moving an imperial ship oh, okay right and um like it just didn't it didn't it didn't. I did. It, it? I did. Didn't, yeah, I didn't figure out. Oh yeah, Vader said earlier, get my ship ready. You know, I get missed that ball.
1: line as well. Prepare a boarding party,
0: and you just see people like panicking and stuff. And it's when it's when it just started to go quiet. I went, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <I dreamt laughs> like, this
1: is what we've all wanted,
0: mate. That that scene made me feel like I was a kid again. Yeah. <laughs> i'm not joking it's 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 everything it's dude it's everything it's it's kind of like scary there's horror elements to it it's it's a it's villainous it's it's it is you know rest in peace david prowse because of david prowse because of david l jones james 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 jones Jones. sorry david prowse yeah sorry the little cheeky hybrid there but because of all the people that made vader so iconic in the original trilogy to see him in action again in rogue one where uh, mate it was just it's it is near perfect for a film like rogue one which was an anthology film i don't think you can get much better and you you get to layer You know, and again, the CG layer, it's okay, it's not perfect. But like what we said with Return of the Jedi, don't really care. I do not really
1: care because the ending of Rogue is so strong. It is unreal in how good it is. It's that that moment we've all wanted and... What I will say is that I think the reaction to Rogue One and that scene with Vader, when everyone's just like, this is what we've wanted for 40 years, it has pretty much set up the way for every other returning character to have a big hero moment now. Um, Like Obviously, Ahsoka in the Mando, she's had her hero moments now, and also in the Clone Wars for people. Uh, Boba Fett, he's had his big hero moments, so people can finally be like, yes, this is what we've always wanted. Um, uh, Maul in the Clone Wars, when he just went Wolvie Berserk in the the hallway in Season 7. Everyone's kind of getting these big moments now of people that's like, yes, one-time violence. But it all started from that incredible... But nothing beats Vader. I mean, Vader's the daddy, isn't he? Vader's the daddy. When, when, when that saber's ignited, everyone's going down and it's a party, which is really odd to say because he's a villain and he's killing people, like, unarmed people. But Vader, man, he, just make, he does it with style, with such panache that I'm willing to, I'm willing to jive with it. And the score... Everything about it, mate, obviously the tragedy before, that kind of like, oh my God moment, then in a way it seamlessly ties into A New Hope. It's it's boss, mate. And um, I guess we've got we we haven't mentioned two more. There's A New Hope and The Last Jedi. So I mean, A New Hope, the Death Star sequence and the throne room with that beautiful, beautiful um, score. But again, remember Star Wars might as well be, A New Hope Star Wars might as well be a standalone film. So in terms of an ending, actually A New Hope's ending is incredibly strong because it's got that um, one, two, three acts where you've got you meet the farm boy, you have the you have the big battles in the middle, and the mentor dies, and all, all hope looks lost, and then the hero moment at the end, and everyone's together having a great time with their medals. So, The New Hope's actually got a really strong ending. As you know, the film, I, I do like the film, it's not one I rewatch all that often, as we've mentioned, but you can't fault the ending, mate, for the kind of like yes moments. No, no, spot on. In. No, spot on. I think A New Hope.
0: Basically you've, you've said it all. It just feels solid. It just feels like the hero's journey, you know? Yep. <clears throat> and um, yeah, the ceremony at the end, it's just nice. It's nice. It does feel very seventies. Um, it <laughs> does feel very of its time. Um, and I think there's like quite a few variables that contribute to that, but it's just, it is lovely. The whole ending sequence is it's lovely, you know, Yeah, and the goodies win. That's it. Right. So however, it doesn't strike me, and it's probably because again, it's our generational thing, it's because that doesn't strike me as oh what like what a flipping crazy ending, right? If I'd seen it in seventy-seven people, or dare I say, even if I was like like our boy Matt Paveley, even if I didn't see that one in seventy seven, I saw like some of the others in the eighties, I probably would still have a stronger like link to A New Hope's ending, you know. Um, However, I can't help, Matt. When, When I sat down and thought about this, and the thing that got me excited to do this show, right, was The Last Jedi. Go on. And that was, I think it might be one of my favorite endings. And I, I, we, we have consciously not measured this. Like we have consciously not said, this is my best one. What's your one? Because it's hard to do because they're endings and it, you know, it's kind of hard to measure where they start and stop and all that rubbish. But come on, if you count it from whatever way you count it, right? If you count it to literally just the last scene with Broom Kid, excellent. If you count it from Luke saving everybody's butts on crate, I love it. Excellent. If you count it from the Holdo maneuver, excellent. If you count it from when Kylo turns and kills Snoke, right? And mate, it just goes on and on and on. It just doesn't. It 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 really is. I feel like the last third of that film. But wherever in whatever way you measure it, it just feels so strong. So strong. And that ending with the kid just looking up at the stars, just using using the force to lift that broom after hearing the tale of Luke Skywalker, the legend, the hero, and looking up to the stars thinking, do you know what? That could be me one day. We're him. We're the kid.
1: I think it's gorgeous, mate. It's gorgeous. Come on. I mean, The Last Jedi, as a film, is gorgeous. Great film, looks stunning. I mean, even if you count it from Luke looking out into the twin suns and becoming oh, one with the Force, just, just from that, mate. You've don't. got that, then you've got the Resistance and what's left of them, and we've got everything we need. Then the story of Luke <laughs> and Broom Boy. It's just, again, it's it set up Episode Nine incredibly well for this final battle with no big bads like Snoke, no Palpatines at the time, no Luke Skywalker to come in and wreck shop. It was just, you know, this is it now. We're all down to our bare bones type thing. And it really did set up really well. Um, so The Last Jedi has got, uh, you know, like I say, in that final third, like a just like a sequence of just big, big, big moments, which all lead up to obviously the Battle of Crate, which then leads up to that end then that we mentioned. So The Last Jedi is a very, very solid ending. Um, and again, the Broom Boy moment was just, uh, again, it, <laughs> as did the film it got a bit of flack but I like the broom boy ending mate I think it, it's put that perfect encapsulation of we already said it again but hope you yeah. know what I mean it's hope in the galaxy this is what Luke's sacrifice wasn't in vain uh, and, you know at, at the time it wasn't in vain he, he'd given <laughs> the galaxy hope and, you know what more could he want in terms of a it, like, Luke Skywalker was the greatest hero to so many kids growing up and now yeah, I know a lot of people weren't keen on his portrayal But he was excellent. And, you know, the Luke Skulls final act was to take down the, you know, the was to help the resistance escape in the most Jedi way possible with non-violence and then inspire the galaxy and the next generation as well. I mean... Come on, man! Like I say, come on. That's 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 what it's, that's what it's all about. Oh, mate!
0: I, I think we're definitely on the same page, man. And the Last Jedi isn't perfect, you know. Just like all of these films, you know, they're not perfect. But I just believe in the universe. I believe in it so much. It's just it's it's really just lovely. And the more I just sit and think about it, I just think, man, the last Jedi's ending is just absolutely incredible. It really is incredible. Um, and yeah, like you said, the, the, the Luke just looking at the the the, the suns again, you know, just looking out. And I remember one person saying, oh yeah, like twin sons. Why there wouldn't be twin sons on Acto because it would dry up the the planet it's like no 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 they're not there's not actually two suns there he's looking at one sun, but it's that he's looking back like he is back on tatooine i i just feel like that's obvious in my head there's no t- there's no twin sons in acto it's like no he's looking back it, it's his circle complete and i just feel like there's a few things like that that just maybe goes over some people's heads um but hey maybe
1: Maybe I'm just being a bit too harsh. I don't know. <laughs> I think some people will, 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 willingly overlook those moments, I think, when I it think comes so. to that film. But it's again, feel- it's, all subjective. it's all subjective, man.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I do think, don't get me wrong, Last Jedi is not flawless. It is not perfect. I've made my, my feelings on that quite clear. It just feels like the ending is particularly strong. Particularly strong. Uh, Matt, this has been so nice, though, to go over this. And for me... It's weird. I just want to go back and rewatch like my highlights, and it, they feel like for me, Phantom Menace. But we've we did we did that recently, kind of. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. a commentary on that. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions, two dollars a month, less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. Um, but Revenge of the Sith, Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi two. Oh, I'm go- I'm gonna watch one of them soon. I don't know which one, but I will do soon.
1: Well, you make sure you let us know which one you watch, mate. Rogue One is probably, at the minute, the winner for me just because it packs in so much. But Sith, Return of the Jedi, The Last Jedi. Oh, there's so many. They're up there, mate. They're up there. But um, there are so many good endings in Star Wars. And then that's not even including like, The Mandalorian. At like, The end of Season 1 was great. Who knows what the end of Season 2 is going to bring us. So soon we'll be talking about live-action TV at the same level as the film, which I find very exciting, mate. But, yeah, I think for me, uh, Rogue One just tops it. Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Well, what usually happens when you just have a big old debate is you go and have a drink afterwards, and so uh, fate would have it, we've stopped off outside the Bantina shall we oh mate let's do
0: it chica, chica.
1: Yeah, what a hunk. Uh, as we do each week for those new to the show and for those old to the show we sit down with the greatest listeners in the galaxy that's you guys and we have a couple of kef beers uh, and we want to get your thoughts on our main discussion so of course this week it was the f- endings of the star wars movies so uh what did what did you guys pick basically <laughs> Oh, mate, we, we got
0: some amazing opinions and I'm so happy so many in our little community have such like diverse thoughts on this. So let's let's kick us off. Uh, Luke Summerfield, who else was going to kick us off? I mean, come on. And KT120, both picked The Phantom Menace. Great choices, guys. Great choices. Uh, Dimsky, Darth Dildo, Ange US, Nakatomi Plaza Survivor, And Semperfi Danny went with Revenge of the Sith. And Jimmy Adams said Solo, a Star Wars story, had the best ending. What a spicy mix of comments. We love it.
1: Yep, nice one, guys. Jonesy, 324. Shane, Jess Olsen, Queen. Jamie Garwood, Dan Hales, Jim Mundy Gill, Curtis Smith. Big fan of Curtis. We love Curtis. Brock Bellinger. Look, sir, droids. Barricade packs and Sean Hudson all went with Rogue One. The power of that ending. Todd C thought a New Hope had the best ending. Alex Jessup, Jim Mundy, good as well, and Pete, our friend Pete from Around the Galaxy. Well, they went with the iconic end to so The Empire Strikes Back. So a, wow. a load of people loving Rogue One there, man. Wow, it's so cool
0: to hear, to hear like diverse opinions, isn't it? Like on this, yes. I really feel like this is split on a lot of people. Um, and and talking of awesome opinions, let's listen to our first voice message of the show. This comes kindly from Space Hut. Hi guys, uh, you asked uh, what is the best end sequence. Well, I think I'd have to say Rogue One because let's be honest, who doesn't love to see Vader go at it? enough
1: said
0: <laughs> uh, that's it exactly enough said rogue one like people love rogue one man people love this film i love it i love to hear it too
1: that's it no i, I agree with you space up mate Short, sweet to the point when it comes to vader slicing down rebel scum i saw you I only needs a few words to uh, de- describe that poetry so cheers mate um we also had Moon Miner, Stuart Howells, Johnny Olift, Star Wars Thrifting, James T 2006, uh, Sith Slayer 246, John Michael Gonzalez, Rob Walton and Celebrating Star Wars all chose Return of the Jedi. Emily Bonner and Ross Greco thought The Last Jedi had the best ending of them all. And Maya Corran thought The Rise of Skywalker was the number one ending. Uh, James T 2006 and Jonesy 324 also gave props to The Rise of Skywalker as well. So there is some love for it.
0: There's, dude, there is a lot of love for the Rise of Skywalker. And I, I think, you know, we've spoken a lot about generational stuff. I think that's going to play into it as well, which is, it's just lovely to see. It's lovely to see. Uh, up next, David Jones. What a name, David Jones. Um, we're going to listen to his voice message on his Fav end sequence. Let's hear it, mate, boy. <laughs> Hey, guys. I uh, just wanted to leave you a note about what Star Wars movie had the best ending. Uh, so hard to um, figure out. Uh, Revenge of the Sith is always one that's just got a fascinating ending. Yoda versus the Emperor, Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Of course, Rogue One, where Vader goes nuts. But uh, I believe Rise of Skywalker is the one that had me on the edge of my seat um, Just couldn't wait to see how it all happ- how it all finished up. So that said, love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Talk to you guys soon. Love the show. Thanks. Oh, mate. What? Again, again, I love hearing it. I love hearing it. You know, I always, I always gravitate toward people who are really interested in stuff, even if I'm not interested in it. You know, and I think that goes the same for, with, with passion. You know, when people are so passionate about something that I, I can sit there and be like, okay, yeah, I'm 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 happy to hear that. And I'm telling you, mate, there's a lot of people that adore that Rise of Skywalker ending. And for them it's 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 you know, it's fantastic. It's probably perfect to some people. So that's like really nice and refreshing to hear for me.
1: Yeah, especially for all of the discourse that's come from the film. Um and obviously the people who really don't like that film, but it's nice to know that there is there are some people out there who you know genuinely love it and i love that as a star wars fan and as a film fan as well and as a normal human being it's just great to see some love for the rise of skywalker and the ending that it means so much to to you davy so big love for coming up with that one mate and we absolutely are very grateful that the rise of skywalker got that amount of love and it wasn't just sort of cast aside so david thank you so much for contributing to the show and for your opinion there but uh, that kind of wraps it up. There was no love for Attack of the Clones, the Clone Wars movie, or the Force Awakens. John Michael Gonzalez did throw it a little bit of love, um, but there's no out. Nobody outright said the Force Awakens was number one, and just nobody bothered with Attack of the Clones, which That's is uh, mad.
0: I'm, yeah. I'm I'm almost like, surprised by the Force Awakens thing. It's one of those that maybe, uh, and again, it's interesting asking this because people just they're not prompted to do it. They're just saying because I'm sure Force Awakens is up there, but they'd rather put Return of the Jedi, Rogue yeah. One. Do you know what I mean? It's it's funny how that kind of ends up uh, working. But there we go. Thanks for sending those in, you spicy bunch of sick heads.
1: Yep, you're all a bunch of sick heads. Yeah, thank you for sending in your messages, everyone. Please do continue to send them in, and if you didn't hear your your name or your voice message this month, this week, sorry, do keep sending them in. We'll do our best to get them into a future. Episode of the Bantina For extra content go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's gonna be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast <laughs>
0: That's right, that is right, people. Uh Patreon. Our spicy patrons get to ask, or some of them, on the high ground tier, right, Matty Boy? It's the $3 tier. Yeah, yeah. They get to ask a question on the show once a month, and it can be any question, ideally Star Wars related. <laughs> Within <laughs> reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your favourite colour? I don't know. I don't have a favourite colour. Luke like no. all the colours. <clears throat> um, right, so first question of the show comes from our boy the king of belgian the belgian bond vadim simmons who asked because you're now a world famous podcast you get to interview anyone in the galaxy who would you choose and what would you ask you get to bring someone back from the afterlife just for the fun of it oh that's a tricky one vadim i'm gonna let matty boy answer that question first matty Boy, what are you thinking mate
1: the Belgian Bond's come out of another good one there. It is a good one. Um, if, if if it's in real life, Sir Alec Guinness, just because it's Sir Alec Guinness, and I'm a film bo- d- dude, so I'd love to speak to him about film. In Galaxy, though, in Universe, uh, Bail Organa. I'd love to interview Bail Organa, because I'd want to know what was it like when he was uh, hoodwinking the Senate into thinking that he was part of the Empire. You know, He, he loved the Imperials. He, he was working for them. He was doing their bidding while secretly... Working, he was funding and aiding the rebellion. You know, in the background, up until obviously Alderaan was blown up. So I'd love to know, I'd love to speak to Bale and find out the the goss about how he how he managed to uh, manipulate and managed to deceive every single senator, including Palpatine himself, into thinking that Alderaan was uh, loyal to the emperor, the empire, whilst, like I say, like, whilst he was setting up the rebellion from within, which would ultimately bring down the Empire. So I'd love to speak to Bale Organa. Also, her how he clips his beard so nicely. Um, yeah. So I think Bale would be a great shout as well. Otherwise, you know, a Rose that's English, of course. But Bale Organa for me, mate.
0: But what about yourself? I like it. Nice comment about the cheeky neat beard. He has got very neat beard, isn't he? Mm-hmm. It is very well. Very well, well, on very well uh, kept. Very well mm-hmm. kept. Um, all right. Okay. Um, to be honest, in Galaxy, let me let me paint a little picture for you, Vadim. Nice little room. Cozy enough, yeah? You've got a little cheeky coffee machine. Oh, excuse me, sir, do you want some, um, do you want an espresso? Oh, yes, that'd, that'd be great. Brilliant. Light some incense. The whole place is going to be smelling like Camden Market on a Saturday. It's going to be great, right? You sit down, and who comes in? It's not Watto, Vadim. And I was thinking it could have been Watto, because we all love Watto on this podcast. We all love Love him. Do you know who? Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. You could do a real long format pod with Qui-Gon, and you you could just talk to him for hours, because I really think Qui-Gon almost was, like, the most screwed on. Like, I think he Mm. could see, like what was going down within the Jedi Order and outside of it yeah i think he was really intelligent and i think he had a fresh light like, look on things but what i love about qui-gon is just because everything like wasn't perfect he didn't just rebel against it and be like no forget this he stayed in the order because he knew that they that was the the, the good the right thing to do mm-hmm. um i think you've got hours of conversation from him you know uh and in canon you know he's the first one to reach that like afterlife right to or, yes, in yes kind of in that in that you know, it's hard to put a label on it, but do you know what I mean? Like, he's the first one in our story that we know, in that kind of, like, Skywalker saga story. Yeah, I think Qui-Gon, man. I think Qui-Gon. And just generally, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, um, I don't know, the bloke who owns Nintendo or something? <laughs> maybe. 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 Why, um, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, eh? But no, great question, Vadim. Love it, mate. Love it.
1: Qui-Gon. Kawhi and Bail Organa and Daisy Ridley um, as we always say guys <laughs> let us know your answers to all it. those questions Who, who you guys out there? if you could interview anyone in Galaxy um, living or otherwise who would you interview what would you ask them about let us know and um, treat Vadim's question with the respect it deserves uh, we've got another one from Paul Buckle the King of Oxford He uh, he said it being the holiday season tell us what would be your no expense spared presents for each other also, any recommendations you've seen while Christmas shopping this year? Uh, Paul, nice one. Thank you very much for the question. Uh, Luke, did you want to lead off with this one?
0: Yeah, of course, mate. Well, I don't really celebrate Christmas or anything like that, but I do love me some Star Wars window shopping. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always doing that. And there is stuff that i do see and i do think of matt but generally you know i've got expensive taste i think and i'm like man <laughs> i would get that for matt um do you know what though paul mate i would be so tempted so 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 tempted by that bad boy lego razor crest oh. i can't <laughs> don't even need to build it mate I yeah <laughs> just get the stuff out and nuke it <laughs> there you go kids there you go that would save you some coppers if you're if you're, if you're tight this december you know your old cash uh yeah i i would hands down think of the old razor crest for, for anyone at any time i think i i absolutely adore my lego millennium falcon my missus got me for my anniversary like years ago it is just gorgeous and for me, it feels like there's not been a Lego set, set since then that's, like, competed with it s- until the Razor Crest. The Razor Crest, mate, looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, so that's what I think, Paul, mate, the Lego Razorcrest. What are you
1: saying, Matty boy? Um, well, if I could get Ren any kind of no expense bed present just for being the king of co-hosts and of being a oh. damn good man all round, I'd send him to Galaxy's Edge to stay on that Galactic Star Cruiser. I'd say, oh. look, barely, two weeks in Batu, go wild. Just bring me back to like a stuffed pork or something like that, uh, please. So that is what I'd do. Um, but in terms of like, like window shopping and things like that for this time of the year, the, the animatronic Baby Yoda is going to be, a, I think that's going to be a big seller. Uh, not even that and, that, and to be fair, that any time of the year, yeah. any time of the year, you get a Baby Yoda, a Grogu, sorry, that, Moves by, on its own accord and you know, walks around, moves, and talk or gurgles. Mate, it, it, it's like it's just like printing money for Disney. You can get a baby Yoda waffle maker because why not? But I guess the, the other thing is the, the independent artists out there that create some absolutely fire Star Wars art, like wall art and things like that. They're the kind of people you want to be jumping on because some of the stuff they create is unrivaled, even by the official artists of Lucasfilm. Some of the independent creators are incredible so recommendations for purchases at the end of the year get the one you love uh, a star wars wall art from an independent artist keep that scene going also some of the creative juices are incredible but so that's what i do again what would you guys get for each other for this time of the year and uh, what's the best star wars things you've seen in the windows of your local shops this year so if you want to join up like luke said patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions get yourself on the uh, three dollar tier if you want to ask this question or if you just sign up at the two dollar tier that gets you everything that gets you all of the exclusive shows contents um polls pictures giveaways we run as well so commentaries commentaries the commentaries are amazing is, and we would have been dropping you know 99.9 percent would have had a return, revenge of the sith commentary out for you guys at the end of this year but Obviously, with what's going on in the world, it hasn't been doable. But in 2021, we're looking to smash out some more commentaries, mainly also because we (laughs) have a lot of fun doing them. So keep your ears peeled for those. Spot on, mate.
0: Spot on. I think there is going to be a lot of buying and selling of Mandalorian stuff this year. I really think that. I think the stuff they're coming out with, man, people are going to be going crazy for it. And it's nice to see so many kids playing with it, man. So nice to see, so nice to see. But no, thanks for asking that, Paul, mate, and let us know if you get that um <clears throat> cheeky Lego Razor crest, yeah?
1: Or so we'll just uh, send it my way any time of the year, I'll be happy to have that for it, mate. But um that is that for our uh, Bantina stay this week. Barman, sorry about the mess. The drinks are all finished, but we'll be back again next week for a couple more cheeky kef beers.
0: the Star Wars Sessions game! It's the time of week again, yeah!
1: <laughs>
0: it is it is that time of week again and we're not just talking about mando or something or nothing we are talking about the star wars sessions game and yes. this week it is my turn to host the game Matty boy are you ready for this week's filth i am geared up and ready to go i don't think you're ready for this oh. jelly um we're talking about what dude we're, we're talking about endings right Yep. Talking of endings, we're going to be testing your knowledge, mate. We're going to be testing your knowledge. And I'll, I'll level with you. It feels harsh. But I, I have faith in you because I'm going to be really liberal with the with the uh, reward scheme here, right? If you kind of, like, you don't get the words exactly right, but I know what you mean. You know the gist of it. I'm going to give you the point, okay? So right. the, the game is... What is the last line of this Star Wars film? Oh, uh, Oh, here we go! And listen, I think it's going to surprise some people because it surprised me. Um, Matty boy, let's let's get this game on the go. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, the
1: OG. What is the last line of that (laughs) film? It's one of those moments where you've got the answer in front. It's, it's going to be so obvious to you and everyone listening, but when you're on the spot, right, there's, no, there's no word during the medal ceremony scene. That's right. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's when they're getting out of the X-Wings. Um, oh, no. Oh. Is it something to do? Oh, it's nice... I oh, oh, can't think. It's really it's, can't think. It's, it's harsh.
0: This is so harsh because it is in the ceremony.
1: Oh, is it Wookiee? Is it, it's Chewy. <laughs> yes! <laughs> is it?
0: it is. That, is,
1: <laughs> that is
0: the last line of dialogue and it counts as dialogue. It is. That is That's it. That is the last line in A New Hope. Chewbacca yells a triumphant during the medal awarding ceremony. Yeah, how about that? Well done, mate. That's really good. I'm um, because oh. I, I wouldn't have got that, I don't think.
1: Um, I was I, on the way to being stumped until you mentioned that it, it was a medal ceremony. Now, this one is this one is a bit crazy,
0: and I think it may confuse a couple of people, but um, I'm really happy I learned this recently. Um, the last word or the last the last line it counts as too, um, in The Empire Strikes Back. Can you have a guess of that, mate?
1: The last line in The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, we're talking about endings, and I've watched them all and now, I can't remember any of them.
0: It's the hard, last hard
1: man, it, it is. It's trying to think because they're sorry. looking over the galaxy, they're getting his hands sorted out. Um, are, I, I, do you know what? hand my car i generally don't know so it um i'm gonna say we'll find him oh nice i yeah okay fair enough it's not
0: that but i like (laughs) i like your line of thinking it is luke skywalker yep and his last line is al as (laughs) a medic as a medic as a medical droid tests his new mechanical arm.
1: <laughs> if anyone's playing along, please let us know if you anyone has got this so far.
0: Well, I kinda liked that because it it like almost mirrors um Ben Solo's last word in How. It's kind of like far fetched, but it's like ow, you know what I mean? I like, oh, that's kinda like so at least you weren't the, you know, last person to say it anyway anyway uh remember, what about return of the jedi the last of the original trilogy what's the last line of that mate
1: uh, is it the gungun saying we are free
0: oh that's <laughs> okay that's a bit of a conundrum. It probably would be... <laughs> yeah, he's playing. He's playing the spice train. We mentioned Dungans. Play the Play the clip. <laughs> um, I'm going to give... I'm going to say... Have another guess. And I'm going to say it's not part of the victory celebration.
1: Okay, so it's either side of the victory celebration. Um, right, so when the victory celebration is over, uh, Luke is toasting Vader like a marshmallow. He goes to see everyone the oh there's a di- oh there's dialogue between some of the pilots and I can't remember who um when they're on Endor and they're kind of like ah yes you um good to see no not good to see you um uh I'm gonna say you made it <laughs> you made it <laughs> who says that I don't know which <laughs> maybe <laughs> You made it. <laughs> oh, it's you. You, you made it. Ah. Okay, what
0: if I told you Leia had the last line? Uh
1: uh
0: He's not my uh, he's my brother. Spot on, mate. Yes, yeah. Spot on, mate. Spot on, mate. Yeah. The spice trains here. The spice train here and the last line of Return of the Jedi's. Oh, no. It's not like that at all. He's my brother.
1: And, Hans, go wide. and it was at that
0: point, Han Solo was like, wow, it's just so good. So good.
1: It, all Han could think in his head was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: But then oh, we got
0: there we go. That's it. We're going to call it there. We're going to just do the original trilogy, right? Because we could do literally like twelve. We could do the like whole twelve films, you know. Uh, quickly, what's the end of Attack of the Clone? The um, Clone Wars one.
1: God, uh, season one coming soon. Uh, Admit, I don't know, mate. I don't know, and the I'm only not going to I check. really know. I- <laughs> the um, rise of Skywalker of Ray Skywalker. Skywalker. Phantom, Phantom Menace is. Um, who, who died? Was it the Master of the Apprentice, I think? Other than that, and Sif, oh God, I can't remember, but it's really quite hard when you put on a spot. I'm trying to remember we'll, what it is. We'll revisit it. We'll revisit it, mate. We'll revisit I know, it. I know the sequel trilogy ones,
0: but that is it. It's funny, isn't it? It is funny how that's – maybe that's a cinema thing. Maybe because we're like adults, fully-fledged adults in the cinema or something. But anyway, mate, boy, that is this week's Good Game. Yeah.
1: As we go ask him, absolutely. We're never going to get 100% on that one, mate. I was stumped. So next week, we've got to try and come up with something to stump Blilo, but also give him a chance of finally getting the 100% score that none of us have got. So wonderful game, my friend. If anyone else got any of those or all of those, frankly, well done, but do let us know. But with that, that does bring an end to episode 93 of Star Wars Sessions. Six, seven more to go. Sorry, to 100 counting. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker?
0: They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. That is our swanky website. You can find us on socials at Star Wars Sessions. Apart from on Twitter, we are just Star Wars Session on there. Uh, feel free to drop us a message or a cheeky voice note to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And if you want to... Sh- oh. Oh. There we go. That was nearly perfect, guys. Wow! Not but nice. see, it's live. We're doing it. This is the real deal. If you want to support the show further, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions.
1: Yeah, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Tune in everywhere in the galaxy, you can find a podcast. We're there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're on there. So drop us a review if you do have a spare minute, because it helps us grow, brings in more listeners to the show, and it means we get to engage with you guys. This is what we love each and every week.
0: Apple Podcasts, guys. Don't forget those Apple Podcasts reviews. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cat's tale. Bail Organa, tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier. Other castle, the spicier
1: that's right tell whoever said the last line in the Clone Wars movie this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from Luke
0: may the force be with you
1: always Luke Luke. Spice Train
0: O.L. Borgana our Essex-based podcast heroes.
1: You are right. Tell that to Kanja Club.